0: What's going on, everybody? Your host, Rob Marsh. Listen to the Rims and Hats podcast. This will be a quick episode. I wouldn't. I'm not going to really list this episode because this is kind of just to just really catch up with everything that's been going on. It's been a while. It's been almost a month since I last time recorded. Um, Right now, on the road, on my way to work. Saturday, October twenty fourth. Um, obviously, a lot has gone on. Um, I missed uh, pretty much, you know, previewing, you know, the the NBA Finals. Uh, Lakers end up winning the championship. Uh, as much as it hurts me to say this as a Celtic fan, but congratulations to the Lakers from tying us. For the seventeen championship. It's LeBron's fourth ring. As we all know, the Michael Jordan comparisons come right back again. I still think he's got a lot of work to do to get the same recognition that Jordan has for his career. And and that's just my humble opinion. I just think he's got a lot of work to do, particularly on just winning in capitalizing on championships. As much as it's a great achievement that he's had 10 NBA Finals, he still has had a pretty poor record um, in those 10 Finals. Less than 50% have, he's he's won, you know, when he since he's been there 10 times, he's only won four, so that's, you know, less than 50%. So you want to call this the greatest player of all time, He's got to at least capitalize on that and make it a little bit more, you know, close to 50% or at least over 50%. If he can get to two more to get to six, which that's been a huge discussion, he's got to obviously be in 12 finals. I don't think he needs a, I don't think he has time to lose another one. He's going on 35, 36 years old. So if he wants to tie Jordan, he's got to uh, make... A lot of he's gonna make a lot of um he's gonna make moves now, basically. He's gotta make moves now. He's not getting any younger. So he's gonna st- kinda start a dynasty. Hopefully for the Lakers sake, they can keep it a- Davis and build around those two and keep building around those two. As they can kinda have like a little mini dynasty. You know, as, you know, LeBron's career concludes. So, like I said, he probably only has good another three, four years left in him to really be, you know, at a high, play at a high level. So, they better, Lakers better take advantage of this window while they can. This is the time to to win while they while they have those two together. And obviously the priority this offseason is to uh, sign Anthony Davis. Um... I'm going to try, like I said, I, I'm not going to make any promises, folks. I know it's been, I'm, I've explained it in previous podcasts, i literally am working through jobs right now, so it's been extremely hectic just to even, like, have a day off to kind of just decompress and kind <laughs> of <go. phone rings> All right, Sorry about that. Wow. Totally messed (laughs) up. Sorry about that. Um, Just uh, had a phone call surprisingly, I thought it was going to stop recording, but it, it's still recording through all that, but uh, yeah, apologize for that, but yeah, um, what was I saying, like I said, LeBron G doesn't have much left, Anthony Davis, um, obviously that's the priority this offseason, getting him re-signed. I mean, like I said, I'm not making any promises, folks. I'm just gonna try to fit in stuff as I can around my schedule, and hopefully that will work out. Uh, been trying to do a lot of uh, adjustments to uh, my logo and stuff. I know it looks kind of. I've been making changes the past couple uh, days on it, and not like I'm, I'm trying to get to it's a hundred percent. Efficiently, um, like a really good visible logo. I mean, obviously the logo is going to stay the same, of course. But I'm just trying to make certain changes to it, you know, the color schemes and whatnot. Um, like I have a few that are saved up in my files, but I, I haven't been able to get to find the program to appropriately make it and i'm maybe probably gonna try to find the program which obviously as you guys know i've been like i said it's still a process right now um a year ago i moved into an apartment so i'm still trying to like save money towards the business and save money towards you know getting the appropriate things that i need so that this podcast can flourish so, it's been a process, and I'm, uh, like I said, I'm trying to get a laptop. So, I, I mean, the, the, the current uh, computer I have is it's very old, so the speed is not up to par, and once I get that laptop, folks, uh, we'll be in business. I'll be able to work more on, you know, while I'm out, it'll be a lot easier to put out podcasts. And you know, sometimes it's not always the best quality to do it on my phone, but uh, I try my best to to put out you know quality stuff. So, uh, I mean, if I can get that laptop, it'll just make things so much more easier for me to kind of do things on the go. Since I obviously have you know, as you know, I have a busy lifestyle. Hopefully, this is not forever. Hopefully, I'll be the cut down on some of the hours that I'm working so that way I can focus more so on the business side of things you know, the, you know, the website has been suffering. I haven't been able to really update it like I wanted to. And and obviously that's just, you know, mainly because it's not a ton going on. So that's why I've kind of, you know, been lax on that, on that end. Um, Paul's basketball will be uh, will be starting up next month. So yeah, I would like to get some top ten lists going for the New England area. Like to, uh, I I remember I promised. I'm I'm, like I said, I'm not going to keep any promises because not everything is up to keep. If you you know, if you do your due diligence, if you follow me long enough, I mean to follow the website and just to see if there is something new on there. You might be surprised to see something that you know that's new on there. That, excuse me, that will definitely pique your interest. Um, I was happy to make that top 100 list last year. I thought it was um, a great thing. It is uh, something that I'm, I'm very interested in, just ranking players and stuff, and scouting players and stuff that really piques my interest and really I'm passionate about it. Um, obviously, you know, the NBA draft's coming up, so I want to do some stuff on that, too. So that's coming up in uh, November. I believe the have the date November 18th, and they just announced that it was a virtual event. So I'd like to get some, you know, prospects out as well, kind of preview that. I'm um, don't there's no, there's no combine this year, of course, because of the pandemic. But uh, it's just kind of tough to kind of, I have to kind of just scout it through you know, videos and film and whatnot and kinda of make my analysis on, you know, each player and particularly I'll try to make like a first round mock before the draft just so that way you kinda of have to familiarize with the players. So I mean like I said I'm not gonna make any promises but I'm gonna try to squeeze things in the best I can and then just just update I mean just uh keep an eye out on the website and uh, because it's, it's a lot of things I have to go on outside. It's, I just got an email saying my uh website has to make some changes. I, I mean, it's it's a lot, folks. It's a lot. Um, but like I said, it's all about just being uh persistent and just focused and motivated. Motivation is probably the biggest thing. Um, I've I've gone too far to not? Just say, all right, I'm done. But I you mean, know, but it's tough when you work a lot of hours. You don't know, have the time to really. Because I don't want to just throw anything out there. Like just with just this, I was just like, I don't. I don't want to throw it out there because I'm not even going to really put out a full show like I want to and really be in depth of what I want to say. But I mean, I just want to just put something out there because it's almost been almost been a month. So. Here I am. I mean, remember I said in the, the last podcast I was going to do every Saturday um, college football talk. I still want to do that. I'm going to do that to end to the show for this week. Obviously, the Big Ten just came back. So we get to see Big Ten conference, college football, along with the other conferences. Obviously, they've been playing already. Pat Tobe is the only conference left, besides maybe the other two group of fives, the MAC and the... Um, in the Mountain West, haven't started yet. I think they start, um, uh, start in November. So, college football's starting to get their stuff together. And, uh, like I said, they're just keeping the ball rolling, man. So, what's just, it's, it's, it's not, obviously ain't the same, you know. No fans and, well, less fans. Um also heard some news I'm sorry if I'm bouncing around or whatever but I also heard some news in NBA that uh, um, they supposedly are going to cancel the all-star weekend which is probably the biggest event that I look forward to that every year in the season so that's a tough break um, We just hope. I just hope everything will get back to normal sooner rather than later, it just sucks that things are, aren't the same and you can't do the things that you want to do, they try to close things down, depending on where you live, um, but I just, uh, hopefully things will, will start to change within maybe, if not next year, the year after that, but they're always trying to just really kind of just push it, well, everything will change when the vaccine comes out, I mean, gotta, I don't know, I just think there's a lot of things, um, that are going on that we're not aware of, that's all I'm gonna say, is just that, and not to to get too deep into it, but I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of things that, that we're not aware of, and, you know, the election, we'll see how that ends up, and who wins that, but, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna get too political about it, but, um, like I was saying with the NBA, it's just tough how things have to, you know, change. Hopefully at least they have fans next year. You know, I believe the rule is uh, 25%. So maybe they'll probably have, out of 8,000, 20,000 um, uh, capacity arena, You will probably have maybe 6,000 fans, something like that. Like, that's probably what it would be. So we'll see. I mean... You know, NB has been kind of flip flopping on this uh, on the start date. A couple weeks ago it was January twenty uh, fifth. Now it's like or January, you know, mid January, and now they're going right back to pre December, which is crazy because really, it's like such a huge turnaround because they literally just finished the finals. I don't think really. I I mean, guys only getting what two months rest. That's tough, but uh, the show has to go on. I guess. And really, the main reason for that is because they're trying to play the Olympics next year, which I don't even think they should play the Olympics. I think they should just skip it. They should just skip it to the next four years. Who gives it? Who gives? Who gives a crap? I don't. That don't really make any sense because right now they don't want to even have a lot of fans next year to do these events. So how would that make sense to make to play the Olympics next year? I mean, that's what I heard, um, that the, that's what they were planning on, why they wanted to have a season earlier, or start the start date earlier, and have a 72-game season because of the Olympics, where I don't even think they would even should play in the Olympics, until everything's completely over with this pandemic, but anyways, um, I'm a little rant on that, but, um. It's just crazy. Uh, just like I said, we gotta we gotta see how things shape up. Um, another note, High school basketball should be going as planned. Well, fall sports in general, in the high school level, should go as planned. So sometime in December, everything's gonna start up. Maybe I can get you a top ten um, list of the uh, top high schools for. for I'm going to try to do it for college and in, in high school in the New England area so that way you guys know the top teams in, in the area, get you at least that. If I can't, give, obviously, I, I would love to get you guys a top 100 list, but I don't know how that's going to work at this time. My timeline is kind of short on that. I don't know. It takes a, it takes quite a while to, to do that. And plus, everything's going so fast. Like I said, the NBA doesn't have an offseason, so I had to, like, start – you know start covering the offseason for the NBA And I want to do that And maybe put out stuff on the website As well as put out podcast, And all that takes a lot of time And I have a short window to work with So Some of the stuff that I Wanted to have May not happen Hopefully next year We'll have everything Everything will be In, in the right timeline Even things things will will still be kind of screwed up because the NBA will be later during the year than it normally is. And then, because like I said, sometimes I, the reason why I had the time to really kind of really get into an in-depth top 100 list for high school basketball because it was a normal off season where the NBA was done in June and I had a a couple months to spare. Usually my summer months are really the months I can kind of really truly focus in on on, you know, on this, because not a, not a ton of sports to watch at that time, and not a ton of things to really cover, so, it takes a, it gives me enough time to really go in, you know, depth with some of these projects I like to do, so, um, what was I saying, yeah, so, um, the timeline is kind of a, a short window to do The things I would like to do For this year What I plan to do this year So I might have to cut that out For this year But next year I should have the 20 Or maybe I might have a reduced um, List I don't know I'm I'll, I'll, I'm trying to see Where I can figure things out And fit things in um, Like I said It'll really help If I can just cut some of these hours down, so that way I have time, because it's kind of, it's kind of tough right now, just, just to be honest with you, um, I don't like to make, and I'm not even going to say it, I, one thing my pet peeve is, is people will say, I don't like to make excuses, but then, they're making excuses, so I'm not even going to even say that I'm making excuses, because I product I am making excuses in a way, so I'll just keep it real, but, uh, I'm just like letting you know my situation. It's tough. And you have other things outside of your life as well that you have to take care of on top of work. So that all that comes into play. Whether that how much time you have. And sometimes you you're just not gonna have a lot of sleep. I don't I don't get a full I don't get an eight hours, six hours. Sleep. I usually get like maybe four like, like last night I got about four or five hours. You know. And then I work on the weekends on top of that, and I only have a day off on Sunday, so, just, just imagine, it's crazy, but, uh, and really, Sunday would be really my only day I can kind of really focus in on, you know, the website, and, and even, like, just even, uh, prepare a podcast and stuff, and sometimes, like I said, sometimes, you know, maybe my family wants to see me or whatever. And then I, I, that takes up a little time as well So It's tough But like I said the show must go on I still have to, still have to continue to do What I've been doing And I've, I've come too far to, to stop Um Like I said sometimes I'm going to have to take a little time Here and there And kind of decompress And kind of think about the projects I want to do Cause um I don't like just put anything out there I just don't But uh But let's uh, move on Usually I like to cut You know around 20 minutes or so Or half an hour or so To kind of move into another segment But um, I'm just going to keep going with this Since I'm you know Trying to get this in before I uh, Start work right now I'm literally on the highway while I'm doing this But uh I was going to say so it's, the Big Ten has started For college football I'm going to get into the, uh, the top games For this week um, Just give me a sec um, well obviously to start at 12 There's a big game against Nebraska And Ohio State To kick off the Big Ten schedule Um Obviously, Ohio State is the favorite in that one. Nebraska is, uh... Trying, trying to figure out... It. Yeah, yeah, Ohio State is at home in that game. So, let's see. Let's try to get up the schedule here. But, uh, last night, before we get into the Ohio State Nebraska game last night, Illinois lost to Wisconsin forty-five to seven. Paul Christ had his boys ready to go. It was a game at Camp Randall, one of the better environments in college football. I have yet to find out if some Big Ten schools are allowing some fans. We'll find that out today. Um, I would think so. I would think so because I just think it's just like it's just such a big money maker for them. The SEC has been so successful at it, and some of the ACC schools have allowed some fans, um, and obviously Big Twelve as well. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't understand why they wouldn't. The Pac Twelve has been the only conference that is strictly not allowing any fans. So when they do open up in November, there will be no fans in any Pac-12 game. So, they've been strict about that, and I hate to go political, but it just seems like every liberal, um, and I'm, I, let's, I'm just keeping it 100, folks. Every s- state, uh, their, their local governments that lean towards the left, they... Have tough restrictions on the virus. I'm just, I'm just, I, 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 that's just an observation. That's just an observation because we all know California, their governors and, and local government, and they lean towards the left. So they have had stricter restrictions on the virus. So that's really was no surprise to see that they would have that, you know, if they were going to have games. They were not going to have any fans in the stands So That's pretty much Where I stand on that I'm not going to go too political About it but that's just, that's just An observation And obviously Most You know most um, SEC schools Their governments You know their local governments Lean towards the right And they allow that 25% um, rule for fans to be in the stands, but, uh, I'll move on, um, so, yeah, so, hopefully the Big Ten will have some fans today, we'll see, um, we'll see some, some type of an environment, because it sucks to hear the crowd noise, it, it sucks watching the NFL, and the fake crowd noise, you don't see anybody in the stands, it's just, it's easily, um, you know, you'll watch the game and still be interested, but it still just adds like a, a, a layer to it that's just, you can't really ignore it. It's like, all right, dude, like, it's clearly fake crowd noise and there's nobody in the fans. I mean, nobody in the stands. I mean, like, come on, like, why, why even have, I know, I know they don't want to um, have it where you hear the players swearing and stuff and. You'll hear everything on the field and stuff, and it feel like it's a practice, but it's is they do. It just it just it just looks it just looks odd. It's just like you watch watching on TV. It looks odd, but uh, um, hopefully, like I said, hopefully the NFL can get themselves straight. You know, a few teams have been able to get it approved. The Orleans Saints, just got it approved. Um, they wanted to play. They wanted to play at LSU. <laughs> I mean, that, that's how desperate they wanted to have fans in the stands. They wanted to play at LSU. They like, well, LSU allowed it, and they allowed to have fans, so why can't we just play at LSU? But uh, they just had it approved that they were able to have fans, and obviously we've seen Tennessee, and a lot of people criticize Tennessee, like, well, they have fans in the stand and look what they had with the virus. Um, they get they, they got hit with the virus hard. Um, but I don't think that has anything to do with the fans. Like, you you're gonna be around people regardless in, the, in your day in life when you're just going to the grocery store so but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get into it like that but uh so what was i gonna say uh, yeah so for this week um for cause football obviously the try to focus on the bigger matchups um so, big win for Wisconsin uh, last night. But you uh, start out with Ohio State and Nebraska. That will be on Fox at 12. Um, obviously, that's Justin Fields' first game. Let's see how he does with his Heisman Trophy debut. Uh, he's obviously a, a, a Heisman Trophy candidate. And we'll have to see how he does. Ryan um, Ryan Day. This is Ryan Day's second year. So I just remember him from his BC days. He used to be offensive going into Boston College. So I'm a, you know, a huge Boston College fan as well. as a, you know, Celtics fan. You know, just Boston sports in general. Which most people aren't BC fans that are pro sports fans. But I, I am. I support all the teams locally. Um, so, yeah, I would have... Ohio State winning that pretty big. The, Nebraska just still is rebuilding mode with Scott Frost. It's going to be a little while till they get to that prominence again. Um, but I have Ohio State winning that. Um, Pretty decent game in the ACC. North Carolina State against North Carolina. I think this will be closer than people think, this game. I think North Carolina struggles at times to kind of you know put teams away that are you know below their competition but I don't I for some reason I think North Carolina is pretty overrated I don't know why they get so much love they just lost to Florida State last week in upset so they get so much they're still ranked 14th in the country they get so much love and I just don't I just think they're extremely overrated um, BC almost beat them a couple weeks ago as well so I, I was watching that game and even though BC absolutely crapped themselves against Virginia Tech, uh, they really gave North Carolina a scare in that game. So I I think that game will be close. Um, North Carolina State's not a – I wouldn't say the most dominant offense you'll see, but um, they're a team that can run the football fairly well, so they should run the ball against a North Carolina defense that can allow some yards on the ground. And – um. But that's going to be the key. Depending on who runs the football better because both teams run the ball extremely well. Um, I mean, North Carolina is one of the top teams in the country running football. Along with, you know, other teams like Virginia Tech, which we've seen last week if you're a BC fan. I mean, I'm not – we'll see. Who, I mean, we'll see what happens with North Carolina. Um, but I think, I think they'll win in a close game. Because the, the running backs in Sam Howell, they're pretty good at running the football. Sam Howell's pretty mobile as well. So it's going to come down to that. Who runs the football better who plays better defense in that game? Most Both of these teams are not the best at throwing the football down the field. So we'll see what happens in that one. Um, next game, I would say... There's not a ton of huge games today, folks, but, um, Alabama versus Tennessee at 3.30. That'll be on CBS. Um, I have, I have a rolling in that game. They had a huge win against Georgia last week. Wish I could have covered that. Uh, decided to not have a podcast last week, you know, because I just, like I said, I explained my situation, how busy I am, but, uh... I just think Alabama's going to roll in that one. It's, they're on the road at, you know, Rocky Top, Knoxville, but as you can see from last week, Mac Jones is he's going to he he go down as one of the more better Alabama quarterbacks. The way he's been throwing the football, man, I mean, I know he's got great weapons. I mean, he's got three elite receivers, and Waddle, and Michi, and and uh, Javante Smith, I mean, they're, they're explosive, man. And they have one of the better running backs in the country, And Najee Harris. I mean, they're just going to roll in that game. Tennessee, they got quarterback issues with uh, Garantano. They're, they're going to struggle. Alabama's defense is going to play well. And I think uh, Bama's going to roll in that one on the road. Um, so the next game, I would say... keep it on Penn State, Penn State, Indiana, I know this may not be a close game, but keep it on Penn State, they're eighth in the country, um, they're going to be on FS1, um, Penn State's probably one of the more talented defensive teams in the country, and I don't really know much about their offense, but I know traditionally, Franklin has done a great job of recruiting that defense, and making them a, have a, you know, a strong front seven, and they get always bringing good NFL caliber players every year, so I think you'll see the same with them. But like I said, I like to see. I haven't watched a ton of Penn State football, but I understand that tradition. Uh, the past couple of years, they've been at, they've been killing it in the recruiting trail. So, and that's why their 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 teams have been highly ranked to start the season because. As you know, you know Shaka, uh, excuse me, Shea Barkley came from Penn State, and, and just Franklin just has done a great job of really building that program. You know, he came from Vanderbilt and the SEC, and rebuilt Vanderbilt to make them a, 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 I wouldn't say a powerhouse, but they were a pretty decent team that made a top twenty-five, which is unheard of for Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's been terrible at football. And he was able to re- rebuild their program, and now he's doing the same thing at Penn State with with even more resources that he had to, that he had to work with in Vanderbilt. So he's done a great job, and Penn State's really back to the promised land again ever since they lost, you know, Joe Paterno to you know retirement and old age. So, and obviously, you know, we all know, you know, the, all the bad stuff around the, the program at that time as well. But uh. Yeah, I think he's done a great job, and he's got them right back to where they're either right there with Ohio State or, you know, near Michigan and that, you know, they're always at the top in the pen, you know. They've done a great job over the years to rebuild their program, and I have them winning pretty big in that one, but just keep an eye on them because, like I said, that's like a team that, you know, could make the playoff or whatever or could be at that, you know, at the top of the Big Ten that could win the Big Ten. Um Yeah, man, there's not a ton of games this this week. The schedule is pretty scarped, But probably I would have to say maybe if it's not the North Carolina state game, that's the the probably the only ranked game and the probably the other one is Michigan and Minnesota, which is at 7:30 on ABC. Um and probably include the podcast on this. Um Minnesota obviously has had, a great, has had great success since last year, so I have Michigan winning it. Just because I think Jim Hawball I bet you they've been just waiting all off season to get this season going. Um, they have a lot to prove. You know they've been falling short. Ohio State's been kicking their butt every year in football and. You know, they have a lot to prove this year, and I think uh, it's a good way to have a game against a ranked opponent to kind of, you know, make a statement. Um, Hopefully, they can continue to rebuild a defense that lost a lot of talent to the draft. So we'll see how they do, Um, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. But they've been recruiting fairly well over the years, so we'll see how that looks. You know, like just like Penn State, you know, they kind of had to reload and stuff, but they still have a lot of talent. That you know, they're still going to be a lead team in the in the entire country because of the, the way they recruit. All right, so to wrap things up, um, so we, I'm excuse me, so we're going to wrap things up. Um, listen to the Rinsenest podcast. This is your host, Rob Morris. I'm out. Peace.